This episode originally aired on December 23rd, 2022 on the Unethical Patreon. Today, our client is Christy Jansen from Unethical Podcast. Enjoy the Christmas special, dickheads. I don't know how to start this without Christy. Christy was supposed to be here. Oi, mate, Christy here. <laughs> What's up, you fucking cunt? Oh, look, it's it's Christy. Oh, hey, hey, Christy. Oh, hey, Christy. Or is it Bo? I can't tell. Uh, I can't tell either. It sounds like it's so them. It's so dark there. You guys yeah. need to turn more lights on in Australia. Yeah, it's very early in the morning. How how you doing, Christy? We had the fucking power grid overloaded again because of our air conditioners. <laughs> no, it's called oh. aircon. They call it aircon. Aircon. Air uh, aircon, I mean, because I'm Australian <laughs> and I'm Christy. <laughs> okay, well, good to have you here. Did you you came by? Uh, it's Christmas time. You got good to see you. Did you need something from us? Yeah, I was hoping you could help me uh, make one of those stupid fucking paper crowns we wear around Christmas. That's something we do, right? I think that's the British with the crackers, right? The Australian, I don't even know what an Australian Christmas tradition is like. You just roast a kangaroo? Like, do you roast a kangaroo? Is that what you you nailed do? it, mate. <laughs> this is breaking me. <laughs> Well, like you know what? That's cool. Well, that's cool. I'm glad you're here. Here, do something Canadian. Have a poutine on Christmas. That's not really a Canadian thing, but American and Canadian things are the same, I think. Uh, here's a present, Christy. Open it up. Oh, well, what is it? Rick got it for you. I can't really explain it. What did what'd you get, it, Rick? Why is it wet? What did you get, it, Rick? Uh, I got. I, it's a. It's a map. A map. That's yeah. perfect. You got me a wet map. I, I'm not quite sure how it got wet. I Richard was in charge of shipping it. Yeah. Well, I've been storing it under the sink with the cleaning supplies. So crikey, Richard, you know, you're only supposed to lick the envelope, not the thing inside of it. Right. Oh, shit. See, I didn't know that. Fuck. I fucked up. I figured it would uh, it would help you guys figure out what country you're actually living in since Australia is not real. Fuck you. Well, I, I, I'm glad you made the trip all the way from Australia. It's usually, if you need just to be insulted by us, you give us a call, but you came in person today. Is there anything that we can help you with today? Uh, yeah, mate. I, I'm curious. Can you prove that Santa Claus exists? Well, we can definitely look into it for you. I've definitely been researching this for 12 full months. Ever since last year, that Santa Claus came to our house. I heard it on the episode. I never fucking heard. I never seen him. I didn't see him come in. But I heard him come, so I have to, I've been hunting this fucker down. Oh, that's that's great. I'm so excited. Pretty sure he exists, but let's let's talk about it. An elite team of private detectives. What if balloons are aliens? Maybe that's the key component we're missing. Cover-ups. John's guilty. Mysteries that need to be solved. Maybe Mormons need mountains. Richard, shut up. I was running out of Australian slang. I'd only know a couple of phrases, I think. That's okay. That's that's fine. Cunt, you cut cunt. Yeah, it's cunt, crikey, and wa- oh, wankers one. Okay, all right, we can. I, I think wankers around all over the place. Okay, over there, it's not here. Wanker didn't really make its way over here, but it will eventually. I like that I like one, it. and I I didn't find room for it, but no, no. <laughs> that's, that's one of my faves. Uh. I like how they don't pronounce their R's. It's very good. And let's just say stuff like that, where it's yeah, only R. It has it's no R, R in it whatsoever. Yeah, it's all R. <laughs> all right. So does today's mystery is, does Santa exist? 
Now, Christy actually asked me to write this one a while ago. And I really was like, I didn't know how to fucking do this. I was like, how am I going to either A, prove or B, disprove the existence of Santa Claus? So uh, I started doing like, how should I do this? Should it be like, did Santa exist? Or like, could Santa exist? And then we can determine like, does Santa exist? So like, I did all three of those. Did Santa, we'll start with did Santa exist? Uh, it'll give us some historical content or context to the whole Santa Claus deal. It's not really did Santa exist, like what's Santa based on? Mm, okay, cool. We're we gonna graze Krampus at all? We're not gonna graze Krampus. I might save him for next year. Mm, okay. When you say did he exist, are you saying that like we were trying to figure out who killed him or no, no, trying to figure out what the historical context, like what is he based off of? That's basically what what I mean. Okay. By that. Well, I have a sus. I have a couple suspects. Maybe the Australians. Maybe they killed him, and that's why Christy wants us to prove he exists, so it exonerates her. And with exoneration, we haven't done that in a while. Last time we did that was with Paul. Oh yeah, that's right. But I got a buddy who gave me a, a tip on who might have been going after Santa. Okay. Well, so if he existed, let's talk about if he got murdered. That's cool. That's good. That's a. We could do that too. We can add that mm-hmm. in. There. Let's give some historical context. Let's do this. Let's do some some actual facts because that could just seems like a lot of guesswork and assumptions which is fine it's just like it's gonna be a lot of like if this then that and like that's not really facts that's just us having fun so here's some facts so the current version of the big fat guy dressed up in red who leaves presents evolved from a dutch legend that could be traced back as far as the 17th century uh that's when the dutch colonists brought their christmas legend sinterklaas from the homeland to new york city sinterklaas class maybe center class brought slash brings presents to children on the eve of december 6th he's still around today center class center class didn't like evolve away from him it just split into two center class kind of looks like santa claus he's a fat old dude who wears red clothes including a red cloak but instead of being jolly and wearing santa's signature jolly toque center class is more serious wearing his bishop's hat Carrying around a long curled shepherd staff. Yeah, he kind of looks like if Gandalf and the Pope like merged. Except if Gandalf was like wearing red all the time. Like he's definitely red. Oh, there is immediately blackface on this Wikipedia page. <laughs> what? Which Wikipedia page did you look up? I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. Okay. Sinterklaas. Oh, yes, I did. The little, uh, yeah, I, I was thinking that too. It was like, their parades are a little different than ours. I guess it's not as culturally fucked up as it is over here. So the Dutch can get away with just about anything then, huh? Yeah, you get people high yeah. at the borders and then go like, just do what you want. No one cares. Is it Jwart Piet? <laughs> yeah. Jwart Piet? Sinterklaas is assisted by Jwart Piet, a helper dressed in Moorish attire and in blackface they just pack and in blackface <laughs> and, and then it links to the blackface yeah Wikipedia yeah just, page. Uh, yep oh that's good and straight to belgium and netherlands holy shit i want to point the character out character has been increasingly controversial since the early 2010s <laughs> huh it's weird that we changed that that his assistant is no longer in blackface hmm. uh, oh assistant <laughs> Rick's like, bring back the blackface elves. (laughs) Listen, if we're not going to, if we're not going to PC up 
Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. We don't need to PC up Christmas. Bring it back, OG style. Let's do it. <laughs> let's go, Center Claus. Yeah. I want to point out. I want to point out one thing real quick. Bo is Dutch. All right, let's move on. Oh shit! For yeah. real? For real? Bo's ah. family is is. So she's the assistant for Christmas, and Christie's Santa. <laughs> it's a whole theme going on. Center uh, yep. <laughs> Claus is based off of fourth century. Turkish, it was Greek at the time, but Turkish bishop later turned saint named Saint Nicholas. We've heard that before. Saint Nick apparently performed many miracles, earning him the name Nicholas the Wonder Worker. One of his miracles included resurrecting through prayer three boys that were cut up and put into a vat of brine by a local butcher. Hmm. Looking up Santa Claus brought us to murder, guys. I I, I was like, how am I going to weasel some murder into this? It's just how Santa Claus started. Kids in a vat of fucking brine. Wait, I'm sorry. Just so I understand the intentions. Is the brat, uh, the vat of brine just like to punish the kids further? Or do they plan on making like a very nice meal with the children? I guess the butcher was, it was a famine. So the butcher ran out of meat. So he found these like urchin kids and just fucking chopped them up. And he was going to sell them as pork. And no one's going to know. Hmm. And it's a starving time. These are urchin kids. Who's going to know the difference? Pork people? Who, could, who the fuck would know? You know? Right. He's helping people. All white meat tastes the same. Yeah. So after the, the resurrection of these kids, St. Nicholas becomes the patron of saint of children. All right. But he's also given the designation of patron saint of prostitutes because of this story. Santa Claus is Jack the Ripper. <laughs> Santa Claus is Jack the Ripper. That's what this is all boiling down to, boys. Meaning Oscar is Santa Claus. <laughs> One of St. Nicholas's parishioners was a father that had three daughters. Okay. The three daughters were of the age to get married, but their father was a poor man and couldn't afford their dowries. So they would probably never marry. This is what he's telling St. Nicholas. And back in those days, uh, that would mean that they would probably end up as sex workers. If they're not going to marry, they're just going to be prostitutes to help these girls out. By cover of night, St. Nicholas gave each of them the money they required for dowry. And he did this in secret because he didn't want to embarrass them. And what he did was he slid the money down their chimney and it landed in their stockings that were left out to dry over the fireplace. So that's how we get the whole stocking deal. Mm. Yeah, he fucked them. Yeah, (laughs) we're going to do this in private. You guys want your dowries? Mm -hmm. Daddy's got a dowry right here for you. Yep. All right. So what what's really weird about saints, whenever you look them up, especially St. Nicholas, is all the patron saints they are of, like sailors, merchants, archers, repentant thieves, children, brewers, pawnbrokers, unmarried people, and students in various and cities and countries around Europe. It's like <laughs> it's like it's just like some parent on the PTA, like, yeah, you want to be in charge of various students students in various cities and countries around Europe? Yeah, you take that one. They can't just create a new person. Oh, I agree. They just fucking give patron saints to everyone. Like you get to be, Oh, we don't have one for light bulbs yet. They were just invented. You get it. You're light bulbs. Oh, cool. You're the patron saint of the internet. All right. Oh, but I don't want the dark side of the, well, you know what? Oh, dark web. Who's the patron saint of the dark mm. web? Sinterklaas or St. Nicholas. Sorry. Uh, he died on December 6th. So that's why that day is celebrated in the Netherlands as his feast day. Now, just uh, I'm not going to get too far into to St. Nicholas, but I do want to say there is debate as to whether St. Nicholas was even a person 
at all in history because the first known references of him are from 200 years after his death. And his first biography is, isn't written for another 300 years after that. So 500 year gap between him and his by him dying and his biography being written. So did he exist? Who the fuck knows? He did a bunch of other miracle-y things too, but like those are the two most interesting ones that I wanted to mention. The tradition of Sinterklaas evolved over time, and now there's many tra traditions associated with it that last to this day. Like on the night before December 6th, on December 5th in the evening, kids in the Netherlands leave out their shoes at night, and Sinterklaas leaves them a gift within them. So you only get a shoe-sized gift from Sinterklaas. They also have a, a tradition which I found was kind of fun which might end up being a thing that ends up starting to happen at my house, which is called a surprise gift. I don't know if that's just a shitty translation, a surprise gift, but it's called a surprise gift. And this surprise gift is given to like each person, I guess, and it's elaborately wrapped and delivered. So most of the times it's like a gag gift and it's uh, fun for the whole family to figure out something interesting to do with the delivery of the gift. Like I saw a few examples, like one guy put the gift inside of his car or whatever, and then took his keys and froze them in like a jig chunk of ice and then went like, nice. oh, you want your gift? You got to melt your fucking ice and you got to sit there all day fucking with a hairdryer just to get like a, a fake fart bombs or something. You know what I mean? Like whatever dumb gag gift it is. Just elaborate plans to give a gift. I kind of find that fun. Nice. Sinterklaas, St. Nicholas turns into Sinterklaas around 1773, which is just a basically a shortening of his Dutch name, Sint Nicholas. So they just Sinterklaas. I guess the same number of syllables. Saint Nicholas. Oh no, and then Sinterklaas. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, just trims off the nick, I guess. So then, so Sinterklaas is around, and then time keeps passing, and the legend of Sinterklaas keeps growing, and then new stories start popping up. And like by the 19th century, the night before Christmas is written, and that poem says a bunch of like Saint Nicholas and Saint Nick's. They don't say Santa Claus directly, but they mention all the reindeer except for Rudolph. And St. Nick is now a guy that's flying around on a fucking sleigh at night, dropping off presents for everyone. By 1931, the whole Coca-Cola runs with Santa Claus, that whole story, and basically makes him a fat, jolly guy in red rather than a creepy bishop who wants to see kids sleeping late on Christmas Eve. And has slaves. And, and has, like, slave elves, yeah. Now, since since then, like, the whole holiday has been co-opted by him and Coca-Cola as a consumerist circle jerk. That's like a two minute version of that. But that's that's basically where Santa Claus comes from, from a fucking saint. Let's go see if Santa Claus could exist. I put a lot too much time into this. I do like uh, I want everyone to know the listeners that I am wearing a full blown Santa Claus mask right now. And neither of them have really reacted at all to it, which is amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was more reacting to both of your kids in blackface standing behind. <laughs> that part of this. They're my helpers. They're my helpers. Yeah. Wait, that's fake. <laughs> I honestly thought that just grew back that quick. Oh, I thought you meant he actually had it too. Never mind. <laughs> All right. So let's see if Santa could exist. So let's break it down. Well, what do we know about Santa? He's an old fat guy. That's easy. We know those exist. That's just a thing. Uh, I'm one of those. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, that, I'm cool with that. He's an old fat guy who wears a big red jumpsuit slash snowsuit. I know those guys exist too. Usually the, the snowsuit has like a giant FXR across the snowsuit, but still, I know those guys exist. So that that's easy too. Santa also supposedly lives at the North Pole. So now this is where I have to start doing a little bit of research. Can someone even live at the North Pole? Well, not that you can't, 
but people do not live at the North Pole. Never have. Well, we don't think they do. We can't see them. The Inuit people of Canada, Russia, Greenland have never made their homes near the pole. Uh, they say it's too dangerous as the ice is constantly moving. So making a permanent community is like nearly impossible. Unless they live under the ice, in the ice. Well, no one lives there. But Santa is the ice. But mm. there is a town in Alaska named North Pole, Alaska. It has a population of 2,243 people as of 2020. So small town, Alaska. Uh, total size is 10.62 kilometers squared or 4.1 miles squared. It's about 2,700 kilometers or 1,700 miles from the North Pole. Old fat guy wearing a red suit escaping to Alaska. Does that seem probable? A recluse moving to Alaska? Yes. And then put in his house on Google Maps? Yes. Santa Claus house. That's what I'm saying. The town was founded in 1953. Okay. North Pole was home of two oil refineries, but they closed down because the groundwater contamination of sulfolane. I don't really know what that is, but they contaminated the groundwater with the refineries. So at this time, North Pole, Alaska has really leaned into its name. Okay. It's basically a Christmas themed town year round. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, that is awesome. So you can imagine that their biggest attraction is the Santa Claus house, which they are calling a gift shop. Okay. Gift shop. Santa Claus house also has the world's largest fiberglass statue of Santa. All right. They just have Santa. The light poles are decorated like candy canes. Streets are named like Santa Claus Lane. And North Pole, Alaska also has a roller derby league called the North Pole Babes in Toyland. And the skater names are all like North Pole themed. This is one of those places where like, it's just really cool if you visit once, even for someone like me, who's not a big fan of Christmas, just to see like how pissed off the local residents get because it's nonstop Christmas tourism. Yeah, this is like my legitimate sized town. I could just, I see my town and I go like, just put wrappings around, make it look Christmassy. That's my size town. That's literally my town. I'm sorry, Rick. You're not a big fan of Christmas. There's a, there's a hotel North Pole. No, I'm not. Oh. It's actually, in terms of like hotel pricing, not terrible. Wow, he quickly evaded that question. I mean, <laughs> he answered it very flatly, but that sounds like there's some trauma buried in there. Highly disappointed, though, because except for the Santa suite, there is no Christmas decor on the inside of the Chris, uh, inside of the Hotel North Pole rooms. Because it's weird to fuck around a Christmas tree that's not yours. You know what I mean? Like, it's weird to, like, you're going there. Well, I'm not saying it needs to be a fucking queer. Like, look at the... RJ, remember Rick told us that his parents were in the coal business? He got coal every year for Christmas. Oh, shit. See, Santa sweet. Look at how decked out this one looks. And then none of these have anything Christmas related. Yeah, it's because everyone was like, are we good with the Christmas? Every time I walk outside, there's Mariah Carey playing. I go inside of a shop. There's a Shriner Santa trying to get fucking change off of me. I'm just sick of Santa. Can I just rest without the Santa for five fucking If minutes? you want to pay double, you get Christmas decorations. <laughs> uh, one night in that room is $332. Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. Just America. because they put up decorations. Yeah, that's crazy. The other ones are a hundred bucks. 122, 154. This is like in the middle of nowhere, Alaska. Who's buying these rooms? Well, anytime you visit there, you need a hotel. I mean, they can charge whatever they want. I'm sure there's like one hotel. That's true. There's a lot of Christmas fanatics out probably, there. It's probably for, for bank robbers. Oh, nearby though is the Alaska Guided Luxury Ice Fishing Tours Hotel. Oh, there's all sorts so. of 
everything's Santa themed. Everything's Christmas themed. Everything's winter themed. It's Alaska. Like I said, a big fat, fat guy in a red suit, recluse escaping to Alaska does not seem that crazy to me. So I'm going to go with there's still possibility that Santa's living in North Pole, Alaska. Okay. So all these things can happen so far. What else do we know about Santa? He gives all the good kids a gift at Christmas, a single gift. I've read this up. He's supposed to give one gift at Christmas to all the good. Wow. Okay. Wow. Capitalist America uh, really fucked us over on that one, huh? I wouldn't say fucked us over if you're a kid in the fucking America. I think you're. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm meaning it from the parent spending. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So every good kid gets one gift. So I Googled how many kids there are in the world. And according to Statistica, there are 1.9 billion kids between the ages of zero and 14 worldwide. Okay, wait, sorry. But is China giving gifts to like, not to bring them up again, but the Uyghur in- internment camp population and like North Korea interned? Why is China doing anything? It's Santa. Oh, they don't believe in Santa at all? Well, no, my point is Santa's giving them. Why is, what does China do have to do with that? No, no, I'm saying, but like, is Santa like breaking into like, you know internment camps and like giving them like their one gift or is it like a mental like gift well we're gonna we're we'll talk about that he's giving them like resilience <laughs> yeah yeah the gift of hope he's a, the gift he, of he hope. just he's he's just, this is fucked up but he's just outside the camps just like letting a bunch of mice go and they run in and it's like a snack yeah is, here's your gift kids food for yourself this is how you this is how you shed light on very important yeah. global issues that most people don't know about by by belittling it mercilessly i'm not belittling them i'm not belittling them i'm on their you side. just you just said that a bunch of mice for them to eat would be a gift i'm asking i'm asking about the supply chain economics of it all yeah that's what you were doing you weren't trying to have a nice belly laugh about a bunch of holocaust kids eating rats <laughs> Not Holocaust kids, but that's an important question. Are Jewish people included in Christmas? Yes, he's non-denominational. Okay. There's 1.9 billion kids. That's a lot of kids, and not all of them are good. So I asked my kids, Oscar and Molly, the amount of kids in their class and how many were actually like the bad kids versus the good kids. Kids will be honest. They don't give a fuck. They'll tell me. So Molly has 11 kids in her grade, not in her class, and she says that four of them are bad. And I asked Oscar, he says that he has 13 kids in his class in his grade and that four kids are bad. So that's about two thirds of kids are good. Two thirds of kids are bad. So two thirds of 1.9 billion. That's four thirds. You said two thirds of kids are good and two thirds of kids are bad. Oh, one third of kids are bad. Uh, Sorry. I'm just, uh, yeah, dumb. (laughs) So 66% of kids are good, basically. Uh, from my kids' statistics on that, that's just me giving a quick percentage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and not to dissect that, but also to dissect it. Like, what what constitutes a bad kid to them? Is it just like, is it like a, the kid who like stabbed the teacher in the arm with scissors, or is it just because like they wore a shirt that your kid also wore that day? No, no. And it's the that kids that are them them. always in trouble by the teachers. I I've definitely went to like, okay, I don't mean bad. Like, so wait, one stabbing doesn't make you bad or it, I'm not quite sure. Cause he said stabbing. Zero, said there's no. been zero stabbings and I don't think he has to go that far to be bad, but stabbing would definitely be bad. So it was the shirt thing. Yeah, definitely the shirt thing. Um, there's a lot of things in between <laughs> the shirt and the stabbing, but I mean, well, if- those are equitable in my opinion, but <laughs> But is it about the number of stabbings or is it about a stabbing happened? No stabbings have happened. Is it a frequency distribution or are we talking about just like the fact thereof? 
Well, I'm just going to go off my kids' words on who the bad kids and the bad, good kids are. That's about as good as a percentage is going to get on well, this. Well, give us some examples of bad behavior. Matter of fact, name names. But what if it's bias? Wouldn't it be inverted if it's bias? Getting, yeah, I would love to, but I get keep saying stabbed. I keep hearing stabbed. I was like, my kid said, what about the stab? Well, I don't know why your kids are talking about stabbing so much, but that's a different matter. Oh, my Christ. <laughs> You're doing the thing RJ does to me. <laughs> it's infectious. No, the, get the kids that get sent to the office a lot, the kids that are always fighting other kids in class, the kids that are stealing stuff, they're just the kids that are bad. And it's not doesn't count like if you didn't like what they did at recess. That's not the same thing. It's like if they're constantly every day in trouble or okay, every but other Here's day. my question. And this is more of an ethical question for Santa, which you are sitting in for him at this point. If that's a learned behavior from um, home and, and pressures at home, is that really their fault? And are they bad or is that just internalized? You're going to find out very soon that Santa doesn't care about learned behavior. Okay. We'll talk okay. About good. Very so soon. he's a, okay. He's a, what you see is what you get kind of guy. He's just cracks open a bush latte and doesn't give a fuck. Santa takes a side in nurture versus nature. No, he just doesn't give a fuck about it. <laughs> That's taking a side. <laughs> not giving a fuck is not taking a side. The way that you said it and explained it is definitely taking a side. This is all me making shit up. I'm just telling you that like, I didn't ask myself the hard questions of, was there a stabbing involved? I'm sorry. Sorry, do better next time, but. That was on you. You knew we were going to ask stuff like that. Like stabbing? We were make it difficult. Yeah, come on. How many episodes <laughs> deep are we? Have we ever gotten through an episode without talking about stabbing? Yeah, what directly prefaced kid stabbings? Children eating mice. Blackface. I mean, come on. The track record is there. The <laughs> Listen, the blackface is not on us. Wikipedia literally <laughs> threw that one into our laps. And I yet mean. we chose to talk about it. Yeah, I. it's not in my script. All right, so can we go with the 66% of kids or we, do I, should I go get put out a fucking no, survey? Yeah, no, no, should can... I put out, no, no, I want to know. Should I put out a survey to all the kids and we'll come back next week? We'll figure out, like, I'll get, like, a whole... Yeah, ethics, yeah, like good I can draw bad. it up and just say, did you stab your teacher? Check <laughs> yeah. here for yes. Check here for no. And then check here if you wore the same shirt as Oscar at one point during the school year. <laughs> okay. Um, so according to the million CDC, kids is what 66% of children, 1.9 billion kids. According to the CDC, during 2004 and 2009, approximately 5.1% of all U.S. children between the ages of 4 and 17 were reported by parents as having serious emotional or behavioral difficulties. Yeah, those are the ones that can admit to it. So we're, okay, we're adding, we're inflating for non-admission. For sure. There's asshole kids that parents think they're the best fucking kids ever. It's like, no, you've been to my, your kid's been to my house. He's an asshole. And which way was it? 66% are good? Yes. All right, I'll take that. Okay, so that works out to 1.2 billion kids, okay? And also, one thing I know about Santa, one thing I do know about Santa, and this is a fact because I grew up with this, is that he doesn't like poor kids. When I was a kid, the poor kids, Santa never came to their house. So Santa doesn't bring poor kids anything. So there you go. That, that answers your questions about the kids in the internment account. He doesn't come. Yeah, but that's really. that's why Santa invented credit cards. No, for sure. But some of the poor kids that I grew up with didn't get anything from Santa. It's pretty pretty soon. So some some real poor parents will definitely use their credit card and become even poorer uh, people. Yeah. yeah, it's the ones who don't that don't care. Yeah, I see that you raised your hand, Rick. Okay, am I up? Why are we waiting for you to talk? What do I have to tell you? I don't know. My I was I didn't want to interrupt you. <laughs> I had I can I can sneak this this question in anywhere. I just have a question. I have a question too, Rick. In your school, that was in your living room or dining room or bedroom, depending on what day of the week it was. How many kids were bad there? 
Um, by that, I mean, was your sister or brother bad? No, 0%, 100% effective. Not bad at all. My yeah, my it, brother's only 14, so okay. it's quite a quite a large age gap. And he didn't stab your mom over, Not yet, over no. math or mm-hmm. anything? No. Um, but my first question was, what ages are included in children in this calculation? Are we starting from when, birth? He said uh, zero, 0 to 14. 0 to 14 is what we were. 0 to 14. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and fourteen is generous for Santa believing age. So I think that's good. So does Santa? Is he an omniscient being where he knows who's about to be born and at what time, or is he just super ready for like those last second births on Christmas? Yeah, I'm gonna go with super ready. Just a bunch of rattles. Yeah, good backup. Yeah, I like a man that plans ahead. That's 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 good. We should have put him in charge of the of you know medicine during COVID and supply chain issues that we had. Would have been a good idea. Well, we'll talk about how Santa should be helping more. So Santa's like poor kids. Okay. That's why I've made that determination because of my, my history. Uh, And I looked up how many kids are in extreme poverty in the world. And according to UNICEF, there is nearly 385 million kids living in extreme poverty. So I took up just poverty. I just took up poor and I went to extreme poverty because it's hard to put a, like a lot of people live as poor people. So extreme poverty, Santa doesn't. So I'm taking them off the 66%. Wait, no, but I, I'm taking them off. But then I'm, I also like started thinking more about it. I'm like, I live in this little town where a lot of kids are assholes. So maybe it's just a high number of asshole kids in this town, or maybe it's not mm. a big enough sample size. I don't really know. Mm. I don't know. I'm just going to. So, so listeners, if you have an asshole kid, drop in the comments so we can get a count started. The problem with kids is pe- parents won't admit that their kids are assholes until like later on when they get a felony and they're like, I guess they were assholes. No, my mom definitely would have called me an asshole at any age. We know that. Including this age. She calls you an asshole now? Under her breath to my face, you know. See, see, that's because he stabbed her. I knew it. She, You fed her rat and she stabbed you and... <laughs> She now she stabbed me. I just want to make this. I just okay. I'm gonna make the math a little bit easier. So I'm rounding to 1.2 billion to account for the fact that Santa won't bring poor kids anything. And I was estimating with percentages. Fuck it, make it a cool bill. Uh, it. I already did a bunch of measurements with the 1.2 billion, so I'm leaving it at 1.2 billion. <laughs> doesn't it? And doesn't it get more complicated though if we start to figure out how many of those poor kids are are not on the naughty list? Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like it's all estimates. 1.2 billion should be good enough for okay, close enough. That means if there's 1.2 billion good kids, that means Santa has to build 1.2 billion toys if he only gives one toy per kid. That's a fucking ass ton of toys. No, he doesn't. How many? No, he outsources Amazon. What do you, Jeffrey Bezos? You don't build all your, you don't build all your shit. Listen, this guy is a supply chain master. You're telling me that he expects to build all of them in house? No. He's drop shipping. You're talking as if Santa's been doing this for a hundred years. Are you kidding me? Santa's the guy who came up with all of this. He is making the toys nearest your house and he's picking them up along the way and dropping them off. You think he's going to carry the whole weight, the whole way, whole way. You're going to put the reindeer through that. No, 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 he's not. Definitely not. But there has to be at least 1.2 billion toys gotten to Santa at some point to give to kids. Am I right about that? All right. I'm, I'm, yes. You're- there has to be at least 1.2 billion toys. I'm tracking. Okay. That's like an impossible number for Santa to deal with by himself, correct? No. If Santa was a one man, he could not deal with all this by himself. He needs help. This is what the elves are for. Elves are probably just like, if we're taking magic out of this, because like magic, you can just throw magic in anytime and go like, that's how he does things. But if we take magic out of this, elves don't exist. So elves are probably just like smaller humans, like ancient China sized lady die humans. 
That's why we think they're elves. If That's- you take magic out of this, this is kind of Tropic Thunder. Hmm. With the blackface and the assistants and the never go full retard. Yeah, this is this is good. This is approaching. No wonder they added magic. Holy shit. You had to make it kid friendly. <laughs> I'm just saying elves are probably just small humans. That's all. If if we're taking magic out. Well, I'm going with the Dutch version of they're also blackface. So there's something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's interesting because like when you factor, you know, the blackface and where that came from, the assistant, his name was Black Pete or whatever, and he was Santa's assistant or bp for sure center claus yes that's right and then we're talking supply chain masters tim cook comes to mind uh so then i'm thinking you also mentioned chinese people so no matter which way you break this down santa has slaves like veritable slaves And, and i know people have called elves that before but i don't think i think you're right i don't think they're elves i think they're just slaves could be could be and i'm not gonna say no to that but I've been playing the assumption that it's not, they're not slaves and they're, they're actually helpers. So you said Tim Cook and my mind, because we're talking about Santa automatically went to Tim Allen. I thought you were doing like a Santa Claus oh, and that like oh, handyman yeah. show crossover mm-hmm. thing. Yep. And you really had me for a minute. I was on board there. So <laughs> I'm thinking something with Tim Allen, something with Tim I Allen. Think, I think, well, Tim Allen is, I mean, he's a master actor. We all know that. Um, right. You know, he's been snubbed for the Oscar numerous times. So I don't see any reason he couldn't be Santa Claus and Tim Cook. I don't think it's a far stretch to go from, you know, uh, fat and jolly to uh, <clears throat> creepy, smiley, glad-handed, uh, homosexual CEO. So <gasps> it's a spectrum. <laughs> well, and if we're, if we're saying that Tim Allen is involved, then... He certainly could create 1.2 billion toys a year and deliver them all because in Galaxy Quest, they could move across the galaxy in literally like a split second. Mm. So Tim Allen can do just about anything. I'm liking liking your guys spitballing here. It's all weaving together. Yeah. Let's assume that they could be slaves for my calculations coming up, but I'm going with maybe not slaves, maybe like helpers, actually. And then I started looking up how many people would, like how many elves for lack of a better slaves would santa need or does he have to help him with this and i've seen two different numbers i've seen one magic number and one more realistic number i will go with the magic number first because i find it funny with the magic side of things santa has six elf helpers okay six they each have a name and a job so first guy's name is alabaster snowball and he helps Santa with his naughty or nice list. So Alabaster's the nice or naughty guy. Uh, the next guy is Bushy Evergreen. And he's the inventor of the magic toy making machine. So that's how they get their toys made. Magic. Peppermint sticks. Min sticks. Make sure that no one can find Santa's workshop. That's his job. I think he's doing a terrible job because they just made North Pole Alaska exist. Yeah, but did anybody find the workshop there? That's true. That's true. So I think I think he's killing the right people. He's, he's an assassin. Okay. Yeah. Shinny Up a Tree is Santa's oldest friend and co-founder of Santa's Village. He's like the mayor of Santa's Village, I guess. Or North Pole, Alaska, I guess. Shinny's also the leader of the elves. Sugar Plum Mary is the head of Sweet Treats and personal assistant to Mrs. Claus. This one here is a stretch and hilarious. It's the same. Wernor. <laughs> one horse. Open sleigh is the sleigh mechanic and reindeer keeper. 
one horse w-u-n-o-r-s-e open sleigh <laughs> it's a very good stretch i mean shimmy up a tree was already fucking stupid <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're all dumb she makes sure wernos one horse one horse i think it's one horse make sure that santa can go out on christmas to deliver the presents and that's it. The whole Santa operation is run by eight people. Mr. And Mrs. Claus, six elves. No, there's no Chris T. Mass cheer. <laughs> no, no. That's the magic side of things. I found that. Wow, that's eight people. That's very efficient. Rick's going to love this. Eight people for 1.2 billion presents. I don't care what you're doing. You're doing a good job. No, that's the cover story. I think what's what's how many did you were we able to deduce the number of kids living in extreme poverty? Because I think whatever number that is, is is how many people are making the toys. <laughs> it's 385 million children worldwide-ish, I think. I think that was the number. They, they can crank out. Have you seen how many Nikes they spit out? They can do toys. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. If, if you're able to run this entire worldwide operation with such a running hot day, right? You got one day to kind of deliver everything. Or I get, maybe it's, you know, a lot of time based on time zones. I have no idea of what that actual math is. Um, but I have a little bit more hope for the world with our declining population, because now I don't have to worry about having kids to make sure that I continuously have the economy propped up and supply chain delivered because Santa can always just swoop in and fix it whenever he wants to. Yeah. So we're at a good spot in life and Elon Musk needs to relax a little bit. Yeah, stop fucking your secretary, Elon. You don't need to. Okay, so that's the that's the eight people one. Then I've I went and looked. I was like, okay, there's got to be more numbers. And then I saw multiple sources with more a more realistic number of elves. Uh, and I saw multiple sources claim that there are 110,000 elves on Santa's team. Alabaster, bushy pepper, shinny, sugar plum, and one horse are probably part of that 110,000 people. Maybe they just maybe there are that many. They just only have eight names. Yeah, they're all shinnies. Like. Yeah. Shinny one, shinny two, shinny three. With an elf workforce of 110,000 people, getting those 1.2 billion presents seems more and more feasible. It's a little less of the crazy idea to me. But like 110,000 people or elves is a huge leap from the population of North Pole, Alaska. So that kind of puts a hole in my whole North Pole, Alaska fucking theory that they're living there. Well, I mean, if American history taught us anything, it's that slaves and counting towards the population is a very contentious thing so that could be it uh, that's what i said maybe the population only reflects the human population so maybe they just uh, elves is code word for slave mm-hmm. or maybe they're just lying to cover up for santa to keep it hidden maybe pepper mint sticks is doing a better job than we think yeah he's a pr obfuscation guy yeah and then, I, then i started thinking like one hundred ten thousand elves that's a pretty significant amount of elves that's like a small city worth of elves and that many elves would require infrastructure, places to live, like a whole city worth of shit, a whole society of fucking elves, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, then I'm like, okay, how does this work then? Because I started looking up, like, okay, how does society divide itself out in jobs? Because not everybody can be making toys all day. Somebody has to fucking be making food too, right? So, like, there's three types of industry in a society. Rick already covered the food. We know how they get that. <laughs> Just gather up mice. Yeah. Listen, I mean, a good mouse, it gives you a lot of a lot of protein. Like mm-hmm. the, the people on Survivor, if they can find a mouse, they'll Yeah. Well, and more and more than protein, everyone knows that elves survive on disease. That's mm. their primary nutritional <laughs> requirement. Okay, so there's three types of jobs in a society. There's primary jobs, like gathering natural resources from like underground, the water, farming, 
forestry, stuff like that. Secondary industry, which is like manufacturing jobs using raw materials from the primary jobs. And then the tertiary industry, that anything that has to do with like the service sector of a society, banking, entertainment, nursing, education, waiting tables, shit like that. Anything else that's not building or gathering. Elves, what I'm thinking here is like when a society first starts out, the need for primary industry is imperative. And most people work within this type of industry. So there might be a few people making clothes in a town or like a doctor, like one witch doctor or some shit like that. But other than that, you're basically gathering or farming something. Okay. Then as society progresses, the need for the primary job starts to fade and manufacturing of goods from the resources collected starts to become more and more prevalent. So instead of just like gathering wood to burn, you're like planing wood to make like two by fours and shit like that. Manufacturing jobs enter a boom and people are learning more trades and factories are providing many jobs. So basically with elf society, elves start to learn how to build toys by hand. And the tertiary jobs become a bit more prevalent. Like not only is there one witch doctor in the village, maybe there's also a few shops, maybe a weird dude who dances in the streets, makes people laugh. Maybe a school pops up for the kids. Then a university. That is that is funny to think about, actually. Just like an elf stuck doing, like, customer service over the phone <laughs> yeah. in, like, a call center. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Santa's workshop. This is Candy Cane. How may I help you today? Ah, <laughs> uh, you fucking guys fucked up my, my gumdrops, you sons of bitches. Okay, sir, if I could just put you on a brief hold. Don't you fucking put me on hold. I swear to fucking God, I'll rip those little ears off your goddamn head it would be my pleasure to serve you today i am gonna clean that blackface right off when i get a hold of you and if you wouldn't mind uh trying to give me a quick review of one to five snowflakes once this call ends i would greatly appreciate that it's a fucking blizzard you son of a bitch yeah so as society keeps moving further along like beyond the manufacturing primary start jobs start to fade substantially mines start to deplete Farming moves more rural and secondary jobs decrease with the invention of automation and better educated population. This all pushes more people into tertiary industry, kind of like what our society is like now. So I would imagine elf society would be at the same as uh, us, like in, in kind of a more of a advanced area. Cause I like, I don't think that they're behind us. If anything, they're ahead of us because of the way shit happens. Right. <laughs> Yeah, just because of that way that shit happens. Well, no, because they can... De- My favorite explanation for everything. But uh, how they can get so many toys out, like how all that shit works, they'd have to be way more advanced than us. Well, if- maybe, maybe, so like, but then, I don't know, I mean, like more advanced or, or do we go into the to the magic side of it? And then is it more like Hogwarts where like they kind of like regress because, you know, they have magic for things. So yeah, see, that's what I'm trying reason. to... I, I, I've been trying to cut magic out of this motherfucker. Let's go with like... Can he exist with normal flaws of physics? That's what I'm trying to figure out here. Okay. Yeah, but the magic is fun. No, no. I, we'll talk about the magic. Don't get me wrong. But like, we don't have to do anything. We just go. Then the, the episode's done. Yes. Magic. Done. <laughs> you know what Another I mean? like, great solve, boys. Yeah, yes. Magic. Cool. And I'm not even empty yet. <laughs> Take it easy. By the pie chart, I'm... Uh, looking at here on geographyfieldwork.com employment in advanced economic society would have 5% in the primary industries. So 5% of 110,000 elves would be about 5,500 elves gathering material and feeding all the elves. Okay. 60% would be in a tertiary industry. So 60% of that is 66,000 people. 
So the rest of the elves would be the ones making the toys. So the rest of the elves is, is 38,500 elves would be in the manufacturing section. So let's say only like the only thing they produce in the North Pole is toys, except for like, I, I just to make the math easier, I took off 3,500 people that make other things that break like chairs. The other manufacturing is going on uh, 3,500 elves that are making 1.2 billion toys in 365 days. So that's 342,857.15 toys each per year, 939.33 toys a day, uh, 121.17 toys an hour, 2.01 toys a minute. Can that be done? Depends on what kind of toys we're talking about here. That's what I say. So I say yes, because. Okay, well, there's a couple things. So imagine doing only one thing for your entire existence as a society, like building toys. Okay. Right. You get really good at it. You'd get super good at it, right? Humans, we definitely split off into a bunch of different disciplines. And if all humans did was focus on one thing, like build cars, like fuck everything else, we'd have some pretty sick ass cars now. Like we've got good enough car. We got good cars. Imagine the cars we would have. Yeah. We should put more people into designing guns. You're right. (laughs) We split focus and build all sorts of shit. Lego still, we still, we split focus. Lego still manufactures over 220 million Lego sets each year. And they only have a staff of 20,000 people. Okay. Mm, that's so much fucking plastic. <laughs> elves didn't split focus, just toys. So not only that, elves might even be further in their society along than ours and they have like robots and shit because all they're trying to do is make toys faster. So like there'd be guys in research development building like, how can we make toys? Fa-? They probably have manufacturing way better than us. So the slaves have slaves is what I'm trying to say to you. The slaves mm. have robot slaves now. Okay, it's slaves all the way down. Yeah, it gets even. There's even a lower class than slaves. Robot slaves, robo slaves. So we're gonna talk about AI robots that are smart enough to build things that will one day take us over and population collapse. And you're telling me we didn't invite Elon Musk on today? Because <laughs> I feel like this is kind of his know-how corner, you know? No, for sure. I didn't. Invi- I invited him, but he's like, ah, you know, I'm too busy. Oh, just- he's busy. Yeah, he's just trying. He's trying to deal with the whole Twitter thing and firing all of his employees. I'm too busy trolling everyone. That guy. He's like, I don't have time to troll with you. I got, I got bigger trolls on the horizon right now. I'm trolling the entire sense. world right now. It's like, okay, fine. You don't want to troll yeah. our like 200 listeners. That's fine. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, I also, I also hope he dies. <laughs> Anyway, so with all that, like, I don't think two toys per minute for these guys is that crazy of a number. Maybe it's a little bit crazy. Like some toys are, I don't know, some toys are bigger. Some toys are smaller, like gift card. You can make a thousand of those in a minute. You know, Mm -hmm. if somebody just gets a gift card, you could just fucking wipe out a shit ton of those in a minute. Yeah. But like, so like, you know, yes, I agree with that. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the ratio is thrown off. Like, cause like, what's a transformer take? That's got to take like an hour and a half. Right. Not with like robots. Things are complicated as fuck. It's like, Oh, that's no, that's easy. Yeah. That's, that's like casted plastic. Right. Doesn't take long. You build 50 of them in a second after they go, it's all 50. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Just clang, clang, clang. It's not like what it was like. Saints is not designing these products, right? Like he's not just like creating the new, you know, tickle me Elmo this year. And then he's like distributing the, how to build it to the the people. And then they sell it later or like, which way are we going? Is he buying the rights, the proprietary? I was going to say he's copyright infringing. If he's not, well, we don't know. Is he the one creating it? And does he just give it out for free again? 
like Elon Musk and his battery technology. Okay, so I thought about this. Okay, Santa would have to buy. Where does Santa get money? He's just giving this shit away. So he's not getting money anywhere. Well, he's working. Does he pimp out the Alps? Where's the money coming from? Who's he selling things to? Does he have a does he have an Alp sex trafficking ring? Well, if I had to guess, it's probably subsidized by the US government, just like everything else. If he's in Alaska. But I mean, that's a lot of money to subsidize. Well, not just if he's in Alaska. We're giving weapons to Ukraine. You think they're just giving us money right now? No. Oh, oh, okay. So maybe Santa does weapons. It's funded too, by war, side. of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a part of the military industrial okay. complex. Okay. Yeah, I okay. was I was going a different way, a different nefarious way. Like I know he's not buying shit. But elves, uh, there's a lot of elves. There's enough of them. Maybe they're just stealing. Mm. Maybe they're just stealing. Snow. They're little, you know, they're probably mm. stealthy. Uh, I don't know if they're allowed to make like genuine Lego products or Xboxes. So they're probably just going to these places. And the companies know, like like Microsoft and like Lego and whoever else, they, uh, they probably know, but they don't say anything because they don't want to be the guy who's like ratting out Santa Claus for stealing their brand name toys. They'd be laughed off the stock market. You know, it's it's in there. It's in their budget every year. Big companies probably just budget for Santa elf theft. That's kind of like a, a good cop-out for Microsoft, though, because they could just kind of blame the whole failure of the Xbox 360 and the red reign of death on, you know, elves. Hmm. Mishandling hmm. a product and delivered by Santa. Yeah, no, that's that Microsoft sucks ass. That was their fault. I refuse to accept that. <laughs> That shit happened to me twice. I was so mad. Okay, think about this. Maybe this is why it's so hard to get a PS5. There's just the supplies down. Santa stole half of them and just no, gives them away. That's because you're a fucking coward. You got to get out there and try. I bought four of them. <laughs> Not even kidding. Okay. <laughs> I hope I hope there's three sad kids this year. <laughs> why is a fucking Lego set cost 100 bucks for like a 2,000 piece? Santa's making it, driving the prices up on all this shit. Oh, so now we're blaming Santa for inflation. Inflation. Yep, he's definitely doing some sort of inflation, especially at Christmas time. Santa is doing inflation. Yeah, theft of brand name toys Fucker. would cut down the, the amount of toys needed to be manufactured, making the likelihood of Santa's existence a higher percentage. So, like, Santa just stealing the shit. That's what I think. You probably only have to make one toy an hour or a minute with these elves. The rest are just, like, have, like, a tertiary crew that's out stealing toys. So I work out in my head, like, one minute, one, one or two toys a minute, all these elves they could do it okay but then i start thinking like that's a fucking big ass population of elves where are they like i think north pole alaska but like that's kind of small right a full society of 110,000 elves would take up a lot of space which i think it could go two ways on this north pole alaska isn't actually just big enough to hold 110,000 people in like a normal functioning society north pole alaska's area remember is 4.1 square miles i don't even think that would cover the warehousing of 1.2 billion toys unless you work up or down let's assume that each toy on average and i was trying to figure out a good number for this so i just made it easy on myself uh one cubic foot of of space okay that that takes into account like gift cards and bikes you know like everything takes up about that much space does that does that sound crazy to you guys no i think it's a good compromise i trust your math uh 1.2 billion cubic feet that's a huge volume tesla's texas gigafactory in austin is 15 city blocks long and seven stories high. That only has a volume of 9.57 uh, meters cubed, which is 338 million uh, cubic feet. So that's that's about a third. So what, four of those? Three and mm -hmm. a half, yeah. 3.55 times of those, the Gigafactory, just to store the toys. 
That's just warehousing. Has anybody been inside that factory? Maybe it's one of the four. <laughs> Maybe. It's just brandly. It's brand new, too. It's like from 2022. I don't even know if it's done being made yet. Then, then you have to take into account housing, which is like... I don't know, unless it's slave pens, like you said, they're all jammed in together. Yeah, they're just sleeping on the toys. <laughs> they get a they get a chunk in the warehouse. Wake up with gift cards in their ass crack. And... <laughs> PS5 controllers. Yeah, just shit. in their eye. Yeah. Lego stepping on Legos constantly. No food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just gets fed. Uh, no, rats. they, they the yeah, they eat the rats. Yeah, that we've already established that. <laughs> okay so but we let's say we have to double that because you can't just like that toy that factor that warehousing that we talked about would barely just fit the toys right so you'd have to probably double that just to even be squeezing elf in there because they take up probably at least one cubic foot i just i don't know why all this has to be in the north pole when every other smart american company moved to china where i'll tell you why i know why i'll tell you why and i have a population that could build these toys and they don't have a choice They can't go anywhere. Yeah. Then you have to n- add another bunch for like, I, you're going with the slave side of things. I'm going with like normal society. So like you'd have to double okay. it probably again for like hospital schools, government buildings, restaurants, shit like that. Cause like these guys would be eating. So this is a pretty big, so like the size needed for a city of 110,000 elves. And then I was trying to like look at cities that had about 110,000 people. And then last time I got made fun of for saying Peru, which you guys are like, I don't have a reference point for that. So Syracuse has a population of 148,000-ish people mm-hmm. and has a square mileage of 25.64 uh, square miles. Yeah, but we're very inefficient about it. Oh, yeah? Is it all – that was my next question. Is it, like, used in a proper way or is it just, like – No, there's there's hundreds of abandoned buildings uh, oh, in this good. fucking city. It's crazy. <laughs> good. It's not – people live on top of each other, but also there's just, like, massive empty spaces. It's It's – preposterous so what i what i said here is i know ancient elves or sorry i know elves are ancient china-sized people and population of elves is much lower so they probably wouldn't need the 26 square miles uh so let's go with half of that which is still three times the area of north pole alaska Mm -hmm. something of that size would be hard to hide even at one of the hardest places to go to on earth the north pole itself so if there is an elf town out there you know, it would be decorated like Whoville all year round, like North Pole, Alaska. So I'm not shocked if it's North Pole, Alaska. Like that is what Elf Town would look like in my brain. So my theory is that Elf Town and its factories and warehouses are probably not on the surface. The actual town of North Pole is probably the cover, like the literal cover, because mm-hmm. the only way they could fit that amount of people would be living underground. There's so much room for people that just seem to forget about underground. Like you could just make us dig as deep as you want. Yeah. And just have so much space, right? Limitless possibilities when it comes to space. So Santa lives in the North Pole, Alaska, and his elf village is underneath them. That's why the oil refinery stopped. Pollution in the soil. Don't dig here. Mm. Pollution. Elves. Maybe he meant pollution because he's slaves. He's like, they're polluted down there. So Santa got drilling rights in Alaska. Exactly. In North Pole, Alaska. Nice. That's a possibility with the size. They could just go underground. So I'm cool with that. Combined with the mastery of their craft, great technology, blatant and rampant theft of brand name toys and sheer love of making toys. It's possible to deliver. The last question I have is, is it possible to even deliver 1.2 billion toys a year with an elf population of 110,000? So we have the toys, we have the guy. Can he get around the world? Like, okay, you were talking about time. You would assume just thinking about it, he would have from like, 12 hours, nighttime hours, like six to well, six. Time, t- time is just human perception, right? So he could, you don't know what his perception is. He, he, if he travels fast enough, 
and he skips through time forward and backward. He's well, it's not Superman. We're going to talk about real physics for a second. Well, no, he's Santa. Superman can never do that. Santa's not magic. We're trying to make a magic. The Flash could do it. I'm not saying magic. This is physics. This is the theory of relativity. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not talking I'm talking about science here. Well, wow. you're not talking about going fast. You need to uh, do certain things to be able to go get an Einstein fucking portal. What are they called? W- wormhole. It, the wormhole is not what they're called. The, this Einstein Nader Bridge. It, it, hey, in my theory, it is. All right. Don't theory explain me. Don't theory explain me. I'm the smart guy. Okay, so we're talking about time. So 12 hours to deliver, you think nighttime hours. But with time zones, that actually goes to like 36 hours of nighttime time going around the world. So that's 36 hours to deliver 1.2 billion toys. So according to Arnold Pompus of Purdue University, I was looking at this guy, Santa would need to travel a total distance of 160 million kilometers or 99.49 million miles to get to everywhere. So Santa would have to travel 2,763,611 miles per hour or 4,444,444 kilometers per hour just to hit all the spots without stopping, without stopping. Assuming that he'd stop for the same amount of time he was traveling, uh, we'd want to have to double that amount I'm just going to say double that amount. So that's a lot. The speed of light. I was like, how fast is that? Is that close to the speed of light? Speed of light is like 669.6 million miles per hour or 1 billion kilometers per hour, uh, which is, that's far less than that. It's about half a percent, like the speed Santa would have to travel, but still fast enough that wind resistance would crush the reindeer and slay under its weight, vaporizing them. I don't think Santa can travel at that speed without, some sort of higher technology. Well, sure, but maybe he found, I mean, listen, if Santa's coming up with all these patents and then selling them back to the US, you know, capitalistic market, like he came up with Tickle Me Elmo, you know, 20 some years ago, 25 years ago. Uh, the, the man is ahead of his time. Clearly, he could he could come up with a frictionless flying capability. Well, and then break down reindeer, okay? As like maybe it's an acronym, right? Oh, for maybe. sure. Maybe it stands for rapid Einsteinian interdimensional <laughs> nexus drive elemental evaporative rig. <laughs> Good acronym, dude. You did it. That was wicked. You. Did you do that off the top of the dome or did you write that down? I had to write it down. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought that was off the dome. That was awesome. Still cool though. So yeah, so you can't travel even a fifth, a, a half a percent of the speed of light without being fucking vaporized. And the speed you'd have to travel is like 5,000 times faster than uh, the fastest commercial jet in the world. Uh, the fastest thing we have on Earth so far is, do you guys, can you, get, can you guys guess? What do you think the fastest thing we have on Earth? Besides Santa Slay. Um, uh, the plane? No, what's yeah. that thing that Elon Musk built underground that goes... Oh, oh shut the fuck up. He didn't the Hyperloop. That. It doesn't exist. The Hyperloop. We're not going to start saying fucking Elon Musk's ideas are real things. Uh, listen, I mean, there's a big chance here that Elon Musk is involved and this is a long <laughs> fucking con. There's... Okay, name one shady thing that there isn't a big chance he's involved in. <laughs> All right? Because just, what, top three off the top of my head, racism, uh, the destruction of humanity... Uh, just killing monkeys violently. We could go. go and I mean, honestly, Santa's involved with all those as well, so that's a little weird and damning. But he's helping mm-hmm. monkeys play pong. I think monkeys want to eat bananas and live in peace, not have <laughs> microchips violently installed into their cerebral matter. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, I guess what do I know about what monkeys want? Yeah, exactly. I'm closer to a monkey than you, and I'm telling you, I want to play pong. <laughs> the fast thing we have on Earth is so far is a space shuttle. 
which moves at 25,000 miles per hour or 40,000 kilometers per hour. So if moving at those speeds is pretty much impossible, uh, we can explain it different ways. Like I said, magic is always there. So he's magic and he has a spell that can envelop him and the elves. They can resist wind resistance, delivering presence. Yada, yada, who gives a fuck? So technology, instead of using the word magic, we just use the phrase advanced tech. He has such advanced technology that he can envelop himself and the elves. So they resist the wind while delivering his presence. It's just boring to say that too. So have to be moving fast. So and if Santa has tech to move his guy uh, at those speeds, fuck that guy. Okay. I have to just say that. So if Santa has the technology and he can move shit that guy, fuck that guy. Seriously. Are you telling me that there's a way that I get to work faster than a half hour it takes me now? Well, it's not even the transit there. It's like physically maneuvering after you like stop at a place around a person's house or apartment like that alone. So I'm just pissed at Santa. Like if we're thinking about Santa can do this and he's not sharing with the rest of the world, fuck you. You could solve so many problems, you piece of shit. You know, like transportation problems could be solved a lot. Of, we could go anywhere all the time. How long did you say it takes you to get to work? Half an hour driving on a on a one lane highway in fucking winter conditions with transport trucks driving past me. Thanks. Yeah, no, that's not good. But that's significantly shorter than I thought it would be living in like an anus place like you do. Yeah, no, it's because with mining. Like the only reason the town exists is because the mine's there. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, like, all the jobs there are built around the job place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. Don't let me fall into the, how come you have that tech, but only want to hang out with kids wormhole, Santa. You know, I could, I could start pointing fingers in that direction, Santa. I haven't even started with that yet. So start sharing, you piece of shit. Yeah, share, share your hole with the kids, Santa. <laughs> what I'm just saying is, I don't think he, if he had that tech, Santa would probably share it. So I don't think he has that tech to move that fast. But I did say wormhole. So let's talk about that. Again, two weeks in a row because we talked about wormhole. Did you say wormhole or wormhole with an A or an O? Very good question. Are are you doing the, I was saying troll toll, not troll hole. You were saying boy's hole, not boy's soul. Yeah. All right. So wormholes are theoretically possible. They were theorized by Albert Einstein and Nathan Rosen in 1935 for fuck's sake. So it's not a new thing. They were called the Einstein-Rosen bridge, like an Einstein-Rosen bridge. The name wormhole didn't come into the vernacular until 1957 after there was a paper written about the Einstein-Rosen Bridge by Charles Misner and John Wheeler. They just called it a wormhole instead of saying the Einstein-Rosen Bridge. So yes, wormholes exist uh, or can exist potentially, but it's just a theory at this point. But traveling through a wormhole would require very many specific conditions. One of them being that all of it has to happen at absolute zero temperatures. So that's why Santa's in the North Pole. He needs to keep the temperature down as low as possible so he can make this Einstein-Rosen bridge. Do you think he's offended that it's called the Einstein-Rosen bridge? I would be. Because he he obviously invented it. I mean, he's fucking Santa. Yeah, it should be called the Sinterklaas kid-capturing pole because you know he's fucking stealing some kids. Yeah, yeah, the soul hole. The soul hole, for sure. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of other things that would have to be, like, you'd have to have a five-dimensional aircraft, and and you'd have to learn how to harness dark matter, which we don't even really fully understand dark matter yet anyway, but it's theoretically possible, okay? So it makes it theoretically possible that Santa and his elves are so advanced scientifically that Santa can travel around the world in one night, Mm. and maybe Santa and his elves just perfect wormholes. All that to say, again, fuck you, Santa, giving little kids present all the time is called grooming, you weren't so fast and just dropped off the presents before i could stop you you'd never get away with it like if if the shriners santa guy came into my house in the middle of the night and said i'm just dropping off santa uh, some presents i'd be calling the cops but you're just fucking fast in your wormhole you perv Mm. 
share your tech Santa where I'm opening the fuck and I'm obsessed with giving the good kids presents can of worms mm -hmm. and are the bad ones Santa the ones that said no mm -hmm. Santa might be a pedo I'm just saying yeah no I mean I'm you convinced me always down to accuse people of being pedophiles <laughs> even if they technically don't exist yeah but I mean sorry I don't really think Santa's a pedo but I do think like some Santas are pedos you know the ones at the malls and shit you never know I just want them to give us the advanced tech. I'm sure they have robots helping them to make the... That was kind of a dangerous thing to levy when you're in full <laughs> Santa garb. It sounds like he's projecting. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, but... yeah. Uh, some Santa himself at children. Be a good little kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, pull the beard down. <laughs> be a good little kid. I got to wear this for another show, so... <laughs> no, don't mess up my beard. So yeah, but I then I'm thinking then I start thinking about wormholes like, okay, so Santa like the Elf Society and them probably have robots. That seems like 50, 50 years out of our like they're ahead by fifty years or so. Wormholes seem like five hundred years away. You know what I mean? I don't think Santa would be that advanced beyond us. So wormholes, I don't think it's that. I don't think that's how Santa's traveling around. But technology is one of those things where it's like, you know, it just takes a sharp turn. You're right. It could it could very well be that that close. You know what I mean? But maybe then I start thinking like. Okay, why is it Santa? Okay, maybe let's just stop thinking about going really fast. Maybe Santa's just working smarter, not harder. You know what I mean? So maybe he and his elves have built an elaborate set of tunnels that connect the world from the inside. They're already digging underground. So from their underground city, they just dig holes like from wherever to wherever. And they're just like covered up like missile silos. It makes mm. the world a shit ton smaller just to go through the middle. Like to go to the other side of the world, the world's circumference is 40,000 kilometers. So that, that's half of that to go from one like one side to the other. It's like 20,000 kilometers. If you went through the world to the other side, it would be 1200 or 12,742. So that's about 64% of the distance. So logically, that cuts off 36% of the speed you would need to travel. So without an elaborate tunnel system, Santa would have to travel like the 4 million kilometers per hour, four and a half million kilometers per hour. Uh, if I minus 34% of that brings down the speed to like 2.9 million uh, kilometers per hour ish, which is uh, pretty fucking fast. So then I start going like, fuck, it can't be the tunnels. It's still too goddamn fast. <laughs> Maybe it's not the tunnels. Maybe it's not just the tunnels by themselves. Maybe Santa and his elves do the divide and conquer tactic. So maybe there's more than one sleigh, more than one pack of flying reindeer. If it's even reindeer, we haven't talked about that yet. Yeah, actually, you just, reindeer could be the acronym. I think I like that the most. Mm -hmm, thank you. Santa could use his help with the elves for delivery. So let's pretend Santa has like 100 sleighs instead of just one. Maybe there's 100 Santas. What do I know? Brings down the time needed to travel around the world within the tunnels, with or without the tunnels by like 100 degrees, like two zeros over. So it's 44,000 kilometers or 29 thousand uh miles per hour and like i said earlier the fastest thing is the space shuttle that goes 40k kilometers per hour like forty thousand kilometers per hour so we're at speeds that are actually possible now if you just add more fucking delivery system so 100 santas 100 slaves so like a santa for every part of the world a white santa a black santa an indian santa irish santa english santa a paranoel an australian santa who rides a bunch of kangaroos and wallabies and gives all the good kids boomerangs i don't give a fuck we could just have a shit ton of santas Oh, that was for that was a line for Christy, but she's not here. To... Oh, wait, Christy, how are you liking this episode so far? Well, I'm incredibly unnerved, Richard. <laughs> You're shaking my core beliefs here. Uh... You're having me pulling at my hair and screaming, no. 
<laughs> so magic reindeer you kind of touched on that i like your answer for it the most i just will talk about it for a bit so the reindeer are probably living in the north pole and they are a pretty good like symbol of christmas honestly like they're a pretty good spirit animal for santa but i think we can all agree if magic isn't involved there's no flying reindeer uh santa probably just has a futuristic jet of some sort which was named you still have that oh uh, it's okay don't worry about it no uh uh, rapid Einsteinian interdimensional nexus drive elemental evaporative rig. Ah, <laughs> see, there you go. Perfect. Shit, I deleted it. I didn't think that was gonna make me. That's okay. It's... I'm proud of myself. That's all. I, I'm proud of you too. Thank you. We already know that Santa would have to be traveling at a huge speed to get from place to place. We haven't talked about the size of sleigh or plane he would have to have. Uh, and the answer is huge. Santa has to bring 1.2 billion cubed feet worth of stuff. I'm, I'm already like, okay, with the speeds now, if we have 100 sleighs, but like, how fucking big do these have to be? How much weight can we carry? So I just had a thought. Do you think that the Dutch used to say <laughs> Santa's slaves? And they were talking about that Santa used to ride Black Pete around, and it just slowly over time became <laughs> Santa's sleigh. It's just a lost in translation thing. Like, yeah, the and he was, was really just riding Black Pete around everywhere and delivering. <laughs> Here, go, Pete, go. I, I'm comfortable with that explanation. It seems about as fucking white supremacist as Santa gets. I, well, yeah, I mean, name one thing that people hold up on a pedestal that doesn't have racist fucked up origins today. So That's true. Sinterklaas certainly does. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I don't think, what was his name again? Black Pete? Black Pete. Pete. Yeah. Sorry, what did you say? Dwarf Pitt. Dwarf Pitt. Anyways. That's what it was in Dutch, I guess. I don't know. Well, whatever. That's fine. I just, that's, yeah. That, I don't think he could carry the 1.2 billion cubed feet worth of stuff. The size of sleigh would have, like, you couldn't do it all at once, right? The volume's huge, but also the weight of that would be outrageous. Like, even if the average weight of a presence, like, I don't know, I went with two pounds on this one because, like, a bike weighs, like, 10 pounds. Like, I know a card weighs, like, I have to go a little bit heavier than one pound. So I went with two. I get it. It's the same compromise we've been making the whole time just to <laughs> just to make this <laughs> for the work, sake yeah. of getting through it yeah for sure <laughs> uh so that's 2.4 billion pounds uh which ends up being 1.2 million tons uh the largest cargo aircraft in the world is called the antonov an-225 it can carry 250 tons and hold mm -hmm. 1100 cubic meters of cargo so in both volume and payload, that's 4.8 million planes required like to deliver all this shit at night. Mm. 4.8 million. So this goes to support my feeling that Santa has teams of Santa's delivering presents. I don't know if there's 4.8 million different teams going out. That's a lot of teams, but they would have to be making pit stops then if it's not that. So pit stops double the time and they're, they're back. Like, fuck, we're, we're all fucked with our times again. So we said that Santa could probably do it if he had 100 sleighs if there were no pit stops. Okay. So that means each sleigh would have to be able to carry 12,000 tons, which is 48 times more than the biggest plane can currently carry. So let's double the amount of sleighs and say they can carry 6,000 tons each. That's still 24 times bigger than any cargo plane we have now. And I'm just having a hard time to justify logistics of Santa's sleigh here. It's, if it's at all possible, it has to be underground tunnels going place to place. Okay. Because otherwise you have too much time. So Santa's sleigh isn't fully loaded with presents, but instead, this is where your hyperloop comes in. Santa's not loaded. He just has, if he's going making tunnels already from place to place, he just got a hyperloop. 
shipping shit for him. He gets there and delivers it. He picks it up there. Yeah, I know. I don't like that we've officially included Elon Musk. (laughs) So if Santa exists, he has to be living at the center of the earth, basically, like King Kong. With tunnels going from everywhere, (laughs) everywhere in the world. So we can fly there from place to place, make it to every place, evacuated fucking like vacuum tubes, like a, like the Empire State Building, (laughs) shooting shit up to the top. There's a mail room with toys getting shipped place to place with 110,000 elves and uh, an entire underground city. That's the only way this can happen. So I think it's theoretically possible, but let's talk about the theories here because there's, not really theories at the end. Of, like this is the end of it basically with this, but there's, there's a couple things I did write to end this off. So theory number one is that basically what I just said, Richard's dumb theory, he put us through the entire episode. That's, that's theory. Number one mm-hmm. theory. Number two is Richard's dumb theory. Put us through the entire episode uh, better explained by aliens. So uh, Santa Claus is just an alien. Like we said last year and everything's done yeah, with advanced. I technology. already said, I don't want it to be Elon Musk. So <laughs> We all know Elon Musk is just the uncoolest guy from whatever planet he's from. <laughs> it's true. He's he's that the un- came here. He's like he's like the alien version of getting held back in high school <laughs> and just winning the lottery and becoming lucky. You know, yeah, exactly. Or theory number three, and you guys can add some at the end of this. Uh, Santa is a legend that has been co-opted by the big business to manipulate kids and parents under the guise of a fun holiday tradition into buying a bunch of junk we don't need to jumpstart our economy at the end of each year to balance out some retail books and keep our economy alive until next year, ensuring that the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. Problem is that if the poor get poorer, then Santa won't be delivering to anyone anymore because Santa hates poor people. No! <laughs> Richard, you're ruining my Christmas spirit. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm glad I got to do that um, for you, Christy. I'm glad you got to experience this entire thing. I'm devastated. I, if if Australia existed, I would sick the Australian army on you. <laughs> Is there any like what do you want to say to in defense of Santa Claus existing, Christy? If you haven't. If, if you're so convinced, let's hear the defense towards it. Uh, Merry fucking Christmas, Kant. <laughs> Ricky, what did I miss? I know you have some shit that I missed to add to this equation. What did I miss? No, I think you were you were you were spot on. If we're not going with Musk, <laughs> is that what you've been thinking the entire time? Is it's Elon Musk? That's what I. I yeah, I mean, Elon Musk is certainly certainly involved um i mean south africa having no issue with co-opting you know black people to work for them that's a very well-known thing in in their culture so this week we can we can loop elon musk back in if if we're going this route all roads point to musk but i i you know i'm not i'm not full out on musk but i'm not full in on musk like (laughs) like most of society right now well, that's that's the other thing. It's like mm. if he is exi- if he does exist, let's say yes, because I just theoretically proved he could. Would is he hot? Is he just a guy who's actually like is he Musk? Like on his off days, like maybe he is a, a guy who just shaves, and like he wears this on Halloween, and no, it's like a disguise for him. Santa's a disguise. Is he Jeff Bezos? Mm. Mm. Let's make another evil millionaire. Is he yeah. the Sultan of Brunei? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're we're hitting them all. 
You threw Tim Cook out there earlier too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how do we feel about Tim Allen? Is that a yes die or no? There die? you go. See Tim, now Tim Tim Allen, I can I can forgive for what did he do wrong? Stuff. He's a fucking annoying MAGA guy. <laughs> but it's it's sort of like it's sort of like Mel Gibson, right? Like I don't respect you or care if you die, but I don't actively wish death upon you. So what you're saying is the Tim Allen films are documentaries. Sure. Sure. <laughs> uh, what? Yeah. What's a film? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I forgot that you didn't know is that. that. Is that like a documentary? That's exactly what it's like. So, Christy, are you satisfied with your answer? No. <laughs> when I say this, Rick, I'm talking to you. Okay. Bo, what do you think of the answer? <laughs> I don't think I can. I don't think I can do it <laughs> do as good as an accent if I even tried. I, try. I can't even. Just try. I can't even. I can't even fathom how to start. Just try. Just go crikey, say crikey, and go like, oh, crikey, shake my wallabies down, girl, shake, say something like that, and then you'll just get a little I think bit. You of- should just do it yourself. I don't. I don't know why you think that I can do an accent, on, Australian do accent, I but I definitely can. can. That's why I want you to do it. Crikey. <laughs> Crikey, Chrissy. <laughs> Just copy and paste mine into in, in GarageBand. It's the same voice. So. Uh, I'm definitely going to be using your crikey. That's all I'm using. Crikey. Crikey, Christy. <laughs> uh, the, st- the stingray's got us again. <laughs> I do have one thing I'd like to add. If If we... If we choose to believe in Santa, uh, aside from everything else we talked about, that's what it must be. And I feel like maybe our belief was wavering. That's why Richard was going blurry in and out a little bit there. Oh, yeah. was... It's just because like, it's sort of like the photo and back to the future. Like It's when our belief came back and forth. So you did really pull us around. And I think Rick said Christmas wasn't for him, not a fan of it. And then he really dodged that question when I when I said, like, you know, you're not a I fan of I don't even remember what question. I think he secretly is a diehard Christmas fan and does believe in Santa. And my, am, per, yeah. my, my evidence of that was when, when you walked away, Richard, I said, Rick, do you think if we yell loud enough that Santa's not real, his kids will be able to hear us? And he went, and that was all he said. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he, didn't, he was, he was extremely upset. No, you asked me a no yes or no question. I that. said, no. Yeah, but you said it. Yeah, okay. Let me ask you a yes or no question. Here's, be surprised when you give me one of the two options. Calm down. You're making it seem like you care a lot about Christmas. <laughs> Listen, I went to public school, motherfucker. You're not gonna, you're not gonna shame me into silence. Well, your house is in the public somewhere. <laughs> Just because you left the fucking door open to your house doesn't make it public school. <laughs> Can I, I actually, I forgot to, I was going to write this in here. I forgot to talk about it a little bit. was like, what's the definition of exist? You know, the fact that we were even talking about this right now mm. in general is. Wow. Proves, I'm really glad you brought that one up. No, but I, but seriously, the, the fact that Santa Claus is a thing, it doesn't have to be a physical manifestation of something. So does Santa exist? That's how this whole thing started. Yes. Because it has a name and it exists. Mm. Oh, okay. Like, and like, yeah, say like in the zeitgeist or whatever. Yeah. Does that mean God exists? No, no, no. I'm, yeah. Wait, so your argument is because it, the word exists, it's real. Yeah, but it's it's God. Ugh. No, that's not what I said. I said exists. Real and exist are not the same word. They're two different words. Yeah. What I'm saying, God does exist, but is he real? No. Yeah, the very the very concept of Santa is, is only meant to inspire joy. God is, 
I would say that it's not even close how many things God has ruined versus Santa. Yeah. Even if Santa's is Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that I purposely made this episode. I told Christy I was going to try and disprove Santa, but this whole time, what did I try to do was prove Santa Claus existed. So I wanted Christy to come in your hot and like expect me to do exactly opposite of what I've actually did this entire time. So Merry Christmas, Christy. I hope you did actually enjoy this episode. Good night, Christy. Goodbye, Christy. You can go back to Australia now, Christy. Crikey. No. No, I'm <laughs> fading away because I no longer exist when not observed. No. <laughs> I just watched Private Dicks and I think RJ's the funniest. What? Come on! Hey there, all you private dickheads. That's probably not the name we're gonna stick with. Anyways, uh, RJ here. I am here to tell you thank you for listening to another episode of Private Dicks. If you liked what you heard, go on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere they take your reviews, drop us five stars, say something nice. Also, what you just heard was from last season. If you want current episodes as they're dropped, head on over to patreon.com and search up Unethical Podcast. That's our mother podcast. I was not aware Private Dicks was a spinoff. I'm going to renegotiate my contract. On Patreon is a full 16-episode season more of Private Dicks, uncut videos of each episode, and many more things are getting added all the time. You can also find all of Unethical's content on there, so go listen to that. And... If you're already a patron, fuck yeah, dude. You're the best.